time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the Games Master. Hi, I'm Tyler Floorquest. Hi, I'm Sean Pellin. Hi, I'm Janice Hooper. Hi, I'm Jerry Borman. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing kids on bikes. But as usual, business first. Um, I'm just going to ask each of you, so in because we're recording this not on our normal day, the next episode that comes out tomorrow has a poll in it. Mark Mark, Mark basically has claimed that um, lots of people will know Sopio and that it's a mainstream game. So, until me just mentioning it now, Bunty, have you ever heard of Sopio? Uh, no. Patrick? Yes. Moo? No. So that's oh. two no's. Yeah, but one it's, yes. <laughs> it's quite well known. <laughs> I've known about it since uh, first year of uni, so 2010. But you got it, me, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got... Sort of around then as well, right? Yeah. Maybe a year or two later. But I wouldn't say it's that well known. I wouldn't say it's like mainstreamy. No. But wasn't the. <sighs> Uh, wasn't the guy that made it sort of YouTube famous back when that was sort of oh, you maybe. know relatively that you know sort of niche thing? Um, I'm sure there's some story there about the guy that made it. He was already he was doing something online, but yeah, it's sort of it's strange that it's not a bigger thing. Yeah, well, I will do the poll, but we'll okay. find. I think well, you're going to get proved wrong. Okay. I think you are a dollar. Well, times five equals progress. Anyway, as I said, this week we have played Kids on Bikes. I shall read the blurb of the book. The door to the old house creaks open, the rust on the hinges groaning as you see the dust floating like spores in the air inside. By the faint light of your cheap flashlights, you see the stairs to the upper floor, its railings gnarled and broken like crooked teeth. Their curve makes the stairs seem almost like a hungry grin, and you wonder if their age will support your weight. Still, you must go in. The only question is, who will go first? In Kids on Bikes, you'll take on the roles of everyday people grappling with strange, terrifying, and very, very powerful forces that they cannot defeat, control, or even even fully understand. The only way to face them is to work together, use your strengths, and know when you just have to run as fast as you can. So it's another RPG game, um, very much channeling sort of Stranger Things, kids in a small American town riding about on their bikes, investigating mysteries. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Um, it started with a sort of pre-session that we did, didn't it? Where we created the town and created... We created our characters. (laughs) We created the town and the characters um, in advance. And and how that went was you guys sort of asking and answering questions about each other's characters and suggesting your own things. And I think that's the sort of big difference, isn't it, with this game and other RPGs. The sort of Games Master, Dungeon Master, whatever, is usually in full control and they just narrate everything how did you guys feel about sort of taking a part in creating the town um yeah it was quite good um, some of the questions were quite odd so we got different aspects of different characters fleshed out which was interesting and we got some very bizarre answers for questions where we're all a bit on the spot going "Ah, i know words that'll do yeah i thought i I enjoyed the the town creation the character creation i think it worked quite well just sort of yeah kind of bouncing ideas off each other um, and having a bit more control than normal maybe um, but it's much harder when you're actually playing the game at least I find it much harder when you've got to you have much more creative control <laughs> yes <laughs> and that, that was sort of the next sort of bit I was going to say is that the, the narrative control sometimes switches to you guys so I was asking you know how do you know this person or what do you know 
notice on your walk sort of thing. Um, yeah, how did you feel about sort of driving the story forward? Because that's because I've I've made notes of of so based on the the rumors and the details of the town and stuff. I've sort of concocted a story, but the questions are like your chance to sort of take the story in your own direction. Mm, but you're still steering it a little bit though. I am. But so how did you feel about sort of getting involved rather than being told exactly what's happening and exactly how you know this person or whatever? Yeah, that took a bit of getting used to. Mm. I was expecting you to, to just tell me stuff. <laughs> then when you were like, well, you tell me how you know. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> then did, I might have got a bit too into that. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> did, it, did it get easier as the session went on? Yeah, for me. Once I, I knew I could do that, yeah, mm. I just went a bit and any, Anything can happen. And anything can happen. Yeah. Much to... Like, as I said, I sort of came up with a, a rough sort of story outline, but I was immediately thrown when Patrick decided to stay at home. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how do I, what do I do? You <laughs> back to the reclusive eccentric to stay at home. Then. Well, yeah, I know. I know. Um, so I was trying desperately. Luckily, you took yourself towards the brewery, but I was like, I was like, okay, right, maybe, maybe he'll complain about the drinking teenager or maybe he'll call the sheriff or maybe he'll do this but no he was just like nah I'm just gonna go <laughs> so then I threw in the encounter with the caravan man <laughs> I like kept throwing you both like come on <laughs> yeah like, I don't know. yeah it's kind of hard so it's good that you, you're encouraged to role play because you have to come up with all this narrative yeah but then I don't know. I think I found myself just getting a bit too stuck in a rut of just like of being a recluse. Of, yeah, of avoiding things. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't intention. I wasn't intentionally trying to, you know, duck out of all of the uh, sort of opportunities. Hmm. Um, it's kind of hard in a way when you are making the story because when like with other role playing games things have. Played. yeah there's a definite story so you just sort of I was certainly just waiting for a thing to be like and this is when shit's gonna go down just kind of waiting yeah yeah, yeah. Like trying to be in character and go well Janice doesn't know there's obviously something weird going on so what's she actually going to do instead of going hunting for mystery but I mean you so have you have fun. had some clues some some hooks <laughs> what's it Hortense said go check the records oh well, to me yeah yeah and um what did Howie the drunk said that he reckons evidence will be at the brewery who knows well, did you mean the new one or the old one well that's you know there you go what did tell us tell us about your time at the old brewery sean <laughs> <laughs> I might have got into my role as brutish jock a bit too much. Maybe because I haven't been a brutish jock, I don't quite understand how they act. <laughs> I accidentally uh, nearly got myself arrested on that. It's an 80s movies, that sounds about right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick. Hello. Our town is called... Uh, Bluesburg. Okay. Mariel, uh-huh. the, the industry that Bluesburg is best known for is... Brewery and beer. Ah. Bunty, Bluesburg is famous for its... Um, giant statue. <laughs> of, of what? <laughs> A, a brewer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, Bluesburg is infamous for... Ooh. Infamous for... Oh, that's a tricky one. It is famous for its statue. Infamous for um, its bad nightlife. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but do you mean poor quality or do you mean like you know shady? Uh, yeah, I was thinking more yeah, sort of shady. Okay, uh, Patrick. Mm-hmm. E- economically, the town is what's you know is it wealthy? Is it struggling? Is it how how's Bluesburg doing? Uh, it's kind of middling. It's not particularly struggling, but you know a, a, a town focused around a brewery. It's you know there's not a lot of wealthy people. Um, so yeah, middle of the road. Cool. Uh, May one notable sort of organisation in Bluesburg would be what the Temperance Society. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't like booze, right? Is that that's temperance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bunty, um, a notable landmark. I mean, you've already said the statue. An- another notable landmark around Bluesburg. Um, probably the old brewery, ah. which probably burned down or had some kind of mishap, <laughs> and they had to they had to build it on a new site. Okay, there we go. Mark, the the Bluesburg School sports team is called the what? And what sport do they play? Uh, it's uh, basketball. Okay. <laughs> and they're called the Blue Eels. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ball. <laughs> okay so the blue eels play basketball uh now you each get to suggest so the next bit is you get to suggest like a rumor that you've heard about the town and you know in the in the game book it says that's the good thing about rumors is that you know they might be true or they might not so this is just you know what pat what is a rumor that people are saying or that you've heard about blue bluesburg uh the rumor is that the the notable brewer who has the famous statue he actually uh killed his business partner Shit. and stole uh the recipe for the uh the world famous bluesbury beer uh, um, uh, because his partner was always much better than him at uh, crafting a good beer. Wow. That's what I've heard. That's Just what like you've it. heard. Um, Mariel, what have you heard about Bluesburg? Mm-hmm. I have heard that the Temperance Society is actually a faction of the Illuminati. Shit. Uh, Bunty, what's your what's your uh, gossip that you've heard? Um, well, I heard that they use um, some kind of human body parts in the beer to <laughs> give it that special flavour. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, what have you heard about Blues on the Bluesburg grapevine? What have you heard? Um, I've heard that um, the hmm. Well, I heard that the uh, what are they called again? The blue. Eels. The blue eels. The blue eels uh, are involved with drugs. Oh dear. <laughs> it means they can walk on land. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks. That's that's the background info on Bluesburg. <laughs> I'm Tyler, uh, 28. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Um, I am paranoid and superstitious, but I and I'm good at climbing and I'm well prepared. That's all. Hello, I'm Jerry. I'm 58. <laughs> I'm recluse, paranoid, and neurotic. Guild at Electronics and I'm a treasure hunter. You'll find me in my cabin on the outskirts of Bluesburg. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm come here. Hi, I'm Janice. <laughs> I'm 17. I'm protective and rebellious, but also absent-minded and reckless. 
Um, yeah, hi, I'm Sean, um, I'm 16, and I'm a British drop, and I'm rebellious and protective, but I'm also um, reckless and petty. What charming habit is Tyler known for throughout the town? He will pet and scratch behind the ears of every dog he comes into contact with. Aww. <laughs> uh, what aspect of Sean the Jock's personality do you try to use as a role model for your own? He's a good leader. Uh, how far would you go to avoid being alone with Sean the Jock? Canada. <laughs> Where are we? What country are we in? Where's Bluesburg? <laughs> um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't want to be alone with Sean? Rude. <laughs> um, I would actively try but would not be the end of the world. Okay. I mean that's fair. I already don't like myself. <laughs> <laughs> What would you hope to gain by humiliating this relative stranger? It'll make me so popular. <laughs> what good thing have you heard about Janice that you just can't believe is true? Um, <laughs> that, uh, a good thing that I can't believe is true. About Janice? Uh, <laughs> that she does lots of charity work. <laughs> <laughs> Why do some members of the town uh, seek out Sean the Jock? For drugs. Oh. Yeah. But Sean, are you are you an eel? Do you play on the eels? He must think he's a jock. He's a drug eel jock. Why are so many townspeople afraid of Jerry? Do I have to give an actual thing or just a what people? Well, because he lives in a cabin and doesn't associate with anyone, so they just don't know him. What bad thing have you heard about Janice that you can't believe is true? <laughs> <laughs> um, which one? She she the one with the body Tyler hair. <laughs> That's not her. Her mom's an alcoholic. <laughs> what volunteer work have you heard that Sean the Jock does? I don't hear much up here in my cabin. Jock, <laughs> uh, oh, that asshole. Uh, he's trying to test some girl down at the soup kitchen, so uh, he doesn't go down there any so often. <laughs> I have very high standards. <laughs> I get why are so many people afraid of Tyler? Well, uh, you know, those crazy kooks and their theories of 9 11, this, that, and the other. Uh, I think people are worried about his stockpiling and gun collection. What bad reputation does Jerry have around town? Um, well, I'm thinking he did something just before he became a recluse. Ooh, he, like his family vanished or something. What terrible loss has Tyler suffered? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to just give you like a, a dead fiance that you weren't prepared for, and that's why you're always prepared now. Uh, oh, come right, on, that's perfect. <laughs> Okay, there you are. Just giving you a dead fiance. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Why do you care about Janice more than she cares about you? Um, well, I'm quite protective of people I like, so I suspect probably we were friends when you know when you're little and you know our mums are friends we used to play together in the paddling pool or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so I'm, I'm kind of like you're basically my friend by association cool, cool, even cool. though we don't acknowledge this how did janice betray you the last time you confided in her <laughs> <laughs> somebody is a bit treacherous um <laughs> 
she probably um, I was gonna say told people at school told them what what was the what was the I don't know I was thinking you know about a, you know my crush but that's very cliche <laughs> well yeah let's go for it Janice is a gossipy bitch gosh Janice I told you that in confidence <laughs> well, why'd you do it Janice <laughs> I am going nowhere near the celebrations. Not being fond of people or uh, generally outdoors. Three rooms, sort of a living space, a sleeping space, and a toilet space. Uh, <laughs> it's funny you should mention the toilet because a lot of my buildings I forgot to put toilets in. So sure. go while you've got the chance. <laughs> I'm just sort of wandering around between fairground attractions. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wandering. Just wandering. Making notes on the movements of the just police, keeping, yeah, suspiciously. Well, just, yeah, just seeing, you know. You think you can beat me at my own game? I think a seven-year-old girl can beat you at your own game. I might go and shout at them, tell them to sod off. What, what notes are you making there? Um, how old are you? 28. <laughs> what notes are you making there, son? There is someone who is lying, if ever I saw it. <laughs> Me and a big group go right to the front so that we can shout obscenities as she's talking. Suddenly, a loud booing is heard. Everyone turns. Oh, I'm definitely going to join in with that. (laughs) Oh, my dad's a bit of a drunk, isn't he? Probably they used to be. um... (laughs) Why should I tell you? What's in it for me? Um, well, not much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) I don't see why I should tell you with persuasion skills like that. Sorry, I'm not a quick thinker. You have to give me a minute. What did Harry Stone used to do at the brewery? Yeah. You tell me. I don't know. What is it? Was he like high up or was he some pleb on the floor? You tell me. You're you're in charge of the narrative here. Oh, okay. Probably works um, just on the floor as a, you know, like a run-of-the-mill bottler. It's a free country. What do you want about who's listening? Who's listening? Well, you know there's things in this town. You know. I don't know. Who's, who's your best mate in your group of mates? Um, Richard. Richard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I panicked and just said a thing. Don't worry, we won't go anywhere near your horrid little shack. You can see the ruins of the building behind the chain link fence, covered in signs saying danger, keep out. Definitely a challenge. If you don't get over that fence and into the old brewery, we and me and the rest of the team get to give you beets. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't mean beetroot. It's a large red brick building. The intoxicating smell of booze lingers in the air. But obviously it's closed because it's night time. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye on them because I am paranoid. Uh, where do you live? Pick a house. Oh, you haven't got me on there. <laughs> no, so the Blue Mansions are the rich houses. West Mills Estate, that's where the fucking scum live. And everywhere else is a middle middle range house. Oh, just on a middle range house. I'm Pick near one. the... Pick one. Uh, I'm just across from the sheriff's station. As you're leaving the town square, yeah. Hortense Mondegreen corners you. Mm, who's that again? She's the head of the Temperance Society. Oh, okay. Um, she is 64. She's a finely turned out lady in a big hat. She usually has a clutch bag or a parasol <laughs> and an expression of utter disapproval. You come across one of those many caravans that you noticed earlier uh, and you see uh, an old man getting out of the caravan just pottering about doing caravany things. Yeah. Evening. All right. You live round here. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
We're we're here for the tour of the Blueberry Brewery. It's famous around these parts. Oh, I yeah, it's pretty good. You you uh, ever been to that there brewery? I used to work in the old brewery once upon a time. Or what were you doing there? I was a butler. A butler? <laughs> butler. Oh, <laughs> butler. Um, that there tour, is it, is it worth worth going? Uh, not the price they're paying these days, or charging these days, but uh, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, I suppose. How much How much is tickets? I know we come all this way, but we've, we're woefully under-researched. Uh, they're 15 bucks now. I remember when we used to do them for a, a buck and a half. Oh my god, 15 bucks. That's what I wrote down in my notebook. <laughs> hey! Um, I tell you what, I tell I don't know what's going on with my accent. I tell you what, <laughs> why don't you come back here in the morning um and I'll pay you ten dollars and you can give us a sneaky tour, personal like. Oh, I don't know about that. I haven't worked there in ages. Well, fuck oh. you then! Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was just, I was just trying to be, <laughs> just trying to be helpful. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll go and pay the fifteen dollars and do the proper thing tomorrow then. I think you might have to. Sorry, I can't be uh, more help. So. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> And I'm going to mention this to Richard, because I know that despite his uh, laddish ways, he is a child at heart and he likes the notion of buried treasure. Scared? No, I ain't scared of nothing. Uh, That's all right then, because there's nothing to be scared of other than the dog and falling through the floorboards that are all burnt. Nothing at all. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that Richard is going to run away and leave me the second anything happens. What is it, Fido? <laughs> Can you explain why why should Ed not grass you up? Um, well, I suspect that he probably will. As a parting shot, I'm gonna shout, shut the fuck up and then run. <laughs> Janice is getting drunk in the trees. Who do you see that you'd rather avoid? Um, Howie. Why the fuck is he at the temperance meeting? <laughs> He's not given a leaflet. Body parts are being put in the beer, you know. I believe you. If you don't believe me, <laughs> if you want further proof, <laughs> no need. Go. You should check the records. A number of brewery employees have gone missing over the past five years. Mm, I would like to see those records. Well, it's night time now, dear, but you'll have to wait until tomorrow. Right. What's the matter, Janice? (laughs) Oh, he's kind of ruined it. I really don't want him to be here. I don't think we can make him go. Oh, I don't know. I think he's dreaming. Thanks, Janice. I knew you were cool underneath all that, all those spots. The sort of dice testing system was a lot simpler than the last RPG we played, wasn't it? Oh yeah, much, much easier. Yeah. Yeah, I like this version. Yeah. Although I must admit, because like some again in my in my planning, so at the old brewery, I've written to avoid the guard, test your flight six. So some like some tests I had planned in advance. But I found that I was forgetting, you know, for just off-the-cuff sort of tests, I was forgetting to set a difficulty level and was just deciding up. That sounds like a relatively low number, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you covered it well. Nobody knew. (laughs) 
can you roll for brains, please? And you need a seven. I got a one. Oh, all of your bullets miss. Oh, no. So badly, in fact, that the man um, operating the stall laughs and says, fucking pussy. First, you must test your grit, Sean, and you need to get a three or more to cope with the stench of Harry Stone. We have come with a specific purpose, so we're going to grab a crate of booze. Try and lift a crate of booze and take it away with us. Okay, um, let's go for... This is going to be a really easy check. You will have to do really badly to fail this. Uh, but let's go for grit, because it's, it's a crate and you need to test your will. Like, how long can you keep holding the crate for? We're going to round on him and, you know, <laughs> tell him not to be so fucking loud. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help it, you guys. My foot <laughs> slipped. <laughs> This is why nobody lets you play. Oh, is it a basketball team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about basketball, but there's probably like that position that no one wants to play that third. This is why you have to be that. <laughs> why you're a goalkeeper. I just want to be cool like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sharpen, find something um, cool then. <laughs> We're trying to find something to... Uh, uh, we're trying to find what they're hiding. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, what about this piece of metal? What is it? I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Edge, you're going to be more trouble than you're worth. I wish you hadn't come. <laughs> Definitely going to push him. <laughs> you're going to push him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, test your brawn, please. I mean, I'm sorry, Ed, but you're annoying. Uh, hang on. What's your brawn dice? Uh, D20. Okay. 15 plus one. That's quite a hefty shove. So... Ed... <laughs> yeah, stronger than I thought. <laughs> um, Ed goes stumbling back out the window. <laughs> you've just you've just ganked Ed through the window and he uh, lands in a heap on the floor, thus attracting the guard's attention. Test your flight, please, and you need nine to go unnoticed. <laughs> Four. Four. Uh, Harry unfortunately spots you. Hey, hey, guy! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I remember you from back at the thing, the fireworks and that. Come sit with me! So do you have, like, an ultimate end to the story? Like, you know what is happening? Well, like, I kind of... So, you know, at the beginning... I mean, obviously, I'm not going to spoil it too much if we're going to carry on playing uh, next time. But, so, you know, the, the four rumours at the beginning... What was it? The There's body parts in the beer, which Hortense believes. Yeah. The, the fire wasn't an accident, which Howie believes. Uh, the Temperance Society are part of a cult, which has not become apparent yet. Well, good kind of tell. And, um... What was the... Oh, the eels are on drugs. Well, who knows? Who knows? So I've kind of used those rumours to sort of... And I guess it depends. Are you going to choose to believe Hortense and investigate what she said? Or are you going to choose to believe Howie? Which, incidentally, Mark is the one that spoke to both those characters. <laughs> so. Well, uh, yeah, they were... They seemed to be part of the driving the story, so I sort of went that way. So I get... You know, the, the story could go Because I couldn't get to the brewery. Way. I'm on the map. I was miles away from the brewery. I would have gone. I would have I would have seen something in the distance and headed that way, but I couldn't because on the map I wasn't anywhere near it. Well, so. there you go. Tomorrow is a brand new day in Bluesburg. <laughs> what? 
um, directions do you get from the book for kind of creating oh, the story? Absolutely none. Absolutely none. <laughs> What's the point in buying the book then? Well, no, the book has the rules oh. Oh, okay. and like what to do. Right. But literally, so. But it's not an actual story in the book. No. Oh. All of it is for you pretty you know like how to build the world how to create your characters how to do dice tests what all the strengths and the flaws and the weaknesses and then um how to do stat checks and there's literally hang on i'll find you my page information for the games master okay well i've got a few pages um i'll read you some excerpts a key part of any role-playing experience is pulling players out of their comfort zones and forcing them to make decisions for their character. Um, our suggestion is to make sure that you're steering clear of topics that might upset or offend other players. Well, I'm not going to do that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! This is if you're playing with whiny children. <laughs> but because if you guys are drawing, uh, like driving the story just as much as me, that's you know, if you don't want to talk about, I don't know, let's say your job from casualty and your family burned to death in a fire you're not going to take the story in that direction are you because <laughs> so i ignored that bit then there was some advice so here we go um after you've created the town here are some possible things to think about so you know when i asked what's the notable organization uh, and you said the temperance society so what are these organizations hiding is there something sinister about the organization is it whole Holding back a great secret, you know? It's just generally listen to what the players said when they were making the town and yeah. can you make a story out of it? So that's basically what I did. But that's all the information. It just says when to hand over narrative control to one of you guys and what to do with the stats checks. And then it's got some examples, and that is it. No, <laughs> This is possibly not your beginner's DMing game then. No, but I, because like I tried to do some research on um, how to how to GM, and there's literally nothing. It's it is literally just make it up and see what happens, which I find really <laughs> difficult. Because I've made I've got this beautiful this beautiful notebook. Oh. It's got it's got the map. Got the map of Bluesburg. There you go. And then I've got a page for each of you. And then I had my intro. And then I had so the town square and all what happens there at the Brewers Day. And then Hortense Mondegreen and all the different times. So like if you talk to her at the Brewers Day, this is what she says. If you talk to her at the meeting, this is what she says. If you ask her about this, this is what she says. You know, so I've done lots of beautiful planning and I've made lots of things, but we just took the story in a different direction. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I've got, I've got floor plans of Blueberry Brewery there, look. Maybe <laughs> this is what I found and what surprised me when I was, um, or while I've been reading up on, on the trail of Cthulhu RPG. Yeah. Um, it's it sort of a counter to what I expected. It says, don't try to plan too much if you're DMing because... Um, because this will happen. <laughs> you know, it will do its own thing and you could, you know, put a whole load of detail into one one area that's never visited or something like that. Yeah. You must need to a broad idea of key bits for everything so that if we were to say instead 
have gone drinking in the churchyard where whether anything fun or helpful would have happened there and what kind of yeah, direction you're going to take things in otherwise you could be really good at ad-libbing well yeah, yeah i think it. that's you have to be so good at thinking on your feet and like maybe gms dms whatever they just need to be a bit cleverer than me <laughs> you managed to respond you know when somebody just created a new character you picked it up gave them an accent <laughs> and, you know into life um, shit accent <laughs> I, I can't do that <laughs> but like even then you know I felt like I was asking you were you breaking into the old brewery I was like right what do you do and in my head I'm just thinking just fucking go home just go home <laughs> just <laughs> just stop just go home but obviously I didn't want to steamroll you and say no no Sean gives up and goes home I'd known I'd just have gone home and played the Xbox <laughs> um, aren't we in the 80s we don't have an Xbox I'd have gone home and played my Pong Game Boy <laughs> play to win shall we frag our experience today yes scores out of five for fun uh Moo you can you can start us off I'll go five why I'll it it's been really fun <laughs> <laughs> I do nice being able to tell the story, but also be quite guided by you. And your accents were very enjoyable, and your voices, and you really got into it. That, that made the evening for me. Patrick, I'm going to go for four. Uh, good fun. Um, I think with everyone doing their own thing, there's kind of a lot of, a lot of downtime for yes individuals. Um, I need to contrive a way for you all to get together. <laughs> <laughs> that's why four not five next next session you can all expect a mysterious letter telling you all to go go to this place at this time <laughs> um yeah i'm gonna give it a four just because as the games master i had to do a lot of thinking on my feet and whilst it was enjoyable sort of seeing how you reacted to the stuff there's always that constant sort of nag in the back of your head is like oh my god is this shit is this boring what do i do now what if they choose something that is completely and i'm just like uh, what <laughs> um, Mark? Uh, yeah, I'll say five. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and Bunty? Um, I'm going to go four this time. I suspect um, that if we play it again and it stays this fun, it will be five. But I think so I was getting used to the, the way it um, is played. Yeah. I was just sort of learning the rules, which meant I just had to think about it. Like, I had to just get used to it. Fair enough. Um, Patrick, start us off on replayability. Uh, it's got to be five, right? I mean, you could... Uh... Uh, yeah, almost by definition of an RPG. You know, there's lots of different characters. I don't know how many there were, but I don't know, 10 plus. All well, the there's, well, there's more now that we've got Richard, Ed, Sandy, Melissa, Dwayne. <laughs> I was just thinking, do you mean replayability in terms of, I don't know, kind of one set of characters or, you know, one group playing lots of different... I guess just would you, would you want to play it again? Like, would you, in a non-spreadsheet world, would you be like, yes, let's, <laughs> let's keep going? Such place exists. <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. Maybe I would be more inclined to keep playing the same character in in the world than just 
starting oh, fresh each time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's that in the number four? Uh, well, I know I said five, didn't I? Yeah, I'll stick with five. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm going to go for four, just much for the same reason as for the end of the world, just from from my side of things. Obviously, it takes a bit more planning. You know, it's not something that you can just pick up and decide to play. Well, I suppose it could be if you were proper improv central, but I like to have a bit of a plan. So four for me. Replayability? Um, Five. Yeah, because it's yeah, different every time. Okay. Bunty? Uh, that's a definite five, yeah. And me? I'm going to go for four, again, for the same reason as you. Can, yeah, sort of imagination's the limit. We can do whatever we want with it and take the story off where we want, but there is some groundwork needs to be done. Even if, if we were to do it all in one afternoon, you'd still need like a 20-minute hiatus while the game master decides what they want to do. It's not quite a, well, let's just do this. We'd have to prearrange it and set aside a lot more time than you necessarily normally would for an RPG. Yeah. Um, aesthetic, again, this is a difficult one because... N-A. Well, you've got the character sheet. Uh, Remember we spoke about the actually, character sheets. Like, how, how easy, like, how, how friendly is the character sheet? I like the character sheets, actually. They're very, very useful. Start us off. Give us a score, then. And I like the backpack. Has everyone got a backpack? Yeah. 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 Um, and the dice thing is easy. Yeah, I mean, uh, four. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, just a, a question generally. So on your character sheets, obviously, you've got strengths, which give you actual bonuses but the flaws and like the motivation and stuff that's all character were you actively like looking at right I know because Pat you mentioned um, being paranoid I'm going to keep an eye on it because I'm paranoid oh, uh, only because I happened to kind of look at it at the time yeah um, yeah I mean I haven't I haven't particularly been looking too much at the character sheet but I probably should be yeah um, although my motivation is to live a quiet life which I think I've <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did your utmost to avoid any sort of action at all. <laughs> um, okay, Bunty, uh, aesthetic. How do you feel about the, the layout of the character sheet and ease of use and stuff? Um, I'm going to go five because the character sheet was really intuitive. Um, and um, yeah, you only have to glance at it and you can see um, everything you need to. And you added to that aesthetic with your map, which was A, really handy and B, really pretty. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Moo, aesthetic. I mean, I'm going to give it four. It does look really nice. We're but then finished. I've written on it and now it looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not its fault. It's made a my character sheets, therefore. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick? Also a four. Um, I think we talked about this in the last session, about how the strengths could have the attributes you get written alongside. Yes. Because um, there's currently kind of a lot of blank space. Um, I just feel it could be could have been better used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it kind of, it's almost like, obviously the, the dice stats is really important. Mm. But if I was playing, I think I'd be, well, not tempted, but I think I would fall into the trap of only looking at that and just ignoring everything else because like no one used but anything from like their because the the strengths and the flaws you only tick two of them and it and if you just have a big bold tick yeah like then you can ignore the other it's meant to be ignored other than other like, than where the ticks one. are yeah then you've got your motivations and stuff and the content oh, there part. is no room to write your motivation though that's the only mm. how long is your motivation mm. oh is it just supposed to be a word it's like a sentence <laughs> yeah uh, that's more oh. writing <laughs> did anyone use anything from their backpack you took polaroids did didn't you, Mark? Yeah, I have, um, I've got a camera. I didn't. No. Well, I wasn't wearing a backpack at the time at a party. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's just like stuff that you've got with you. It doesn't have to be a physical 
general backpack, I suppose. Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark's got Mark's got a flask and sandwiches in his backpack <laughs> <laughs> for when he's camping out. Um, aesthetic. I'm gonna go for. I don't really know. I can't. It's not really. I'll go for. You've got the book as well, though. I have we got the book. Have it's. Yeah, it's all right. I'll go for four, just because I need to pick a number. <laughs> um, and then gameplay for, like, you know, ease, simplicity of, of how it runs. Uh, Bunty, you can start us off with this one. Um, let me think. I'm going to go three, but I think that's because it's the first session. I think that would go up. Now I've played it once, and I know what you're like as a DM <laughs> and how it goes. <laughs> and I've worked out the character sheet, which is very easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair but yeah. Me? I'm going to go for, it's quite an enjoyable means of playing. It's quite straightforward, but as Pat was saying, there is a bit of dead turnage if we're not all together. And I'm not quite used to the, as a player, making the story rather than, you know, you walk into a tavern. There are about five things. What do you do in said tavern rather than you've got the whole town? What do you want to yeah. do? Well, I mean, because I, I tried to, at the, on the Brewer's Day, I was like, mm. there's carnival stalls, there's Hortense Mondegreen, and there's the cool kids at the statue. Apart from, apart from Sean playing the carnival games everyone ignored everything <laughs> everything else that was going on <laughs> but, that wasn't um, any criticism of your storytelling by the way that was a uh, general not used to that oh yeah, yeah no i know i wasn't taking it as a dig but you know dig away if you wish i was just <laughs> you know because then if my I, in my head it was like right oh by the way if you won the knocking the cans down you won tour tickets for the brewery oh and if, yeah, you, if, you, if you talk to Hortense, obviously she gives you the leaflet to the temperance meeting. And if you go hang out with the cool kids, see, I just shoehorned Trent Blackwell into your camping, you know, your party. Because if you go over to the cool kids, he um, gets you involved in something else, which, which you know, I, I'm not going to say because spoilers. So those were the three avenues and literally none of them happened. <laughs> which is why, this is why I had Mark meet Hortense on yeah, his way out of the town. I was like, I'm fucking getting her in there somewhere I'm getting her you need to talk to this bitch um, and the same with Trent is why I got him in to that there anyway um, Patrick gameplay uh, also three um, for basically all the reasons already said cool I'm also going for a three just because again the lack of guidance and help for me <laughs> is just you know listen to what people say and make it up um, again which I found sort of difficult to do Mark uh, I'll say four because it is creative but also four because there is a lot of creating to do <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> It's freer than some <laughs> games, but maybe too free a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, so that gives us an overall score of 16.6. So right, it's respectable, isn't it? Um, Mark, the, the ultimate question, was ah. Kids on Bikes a win or a lose? It was a win overall, I think. Very good. That makes it 46... 22. Hooray. <laughs> that is a lot of wins. That is a lot of wins. Well done. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Coming around. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. Sorry, can I just say that again? Can you just cut that out? Because I wasn't ready. Of course I will. Should we, should we start again? Yeah. <clears throat> I've been Phil. I've been Mark. Have I been Sean Pellin? <laughs> you were Sean Pellin at the start. Now you've been Bunty. I've been Bunty. <laughs> 
Patrick. And remember, non relinquim in Arca Apercula. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Don't forget to send us your suggestions for the Listener's Choice game. And that is it. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Don't be a greedy gannet now. Load of old shit. Now's the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.